Hello and welcome to the Reboot Something podcast by Trilogy Innovations. I'm your host, Chad Jeffries, and with us today we have co-founders Randy and Brandon, and we have Scott Dix over here. And uh, we're super excited to be talking to you guys today about Tech Yeah Conference. Now, uh, Tech Yeah Conference is um, going to be in Fairmont, West Virginia on August 23rd. Um, reference links and everything will be in the show notes below. But uh, we're here to talk about Tech Yeah today. So uh, super excited and thank you so much for joining us. Um, so let's let's talk about it. Um, yeah, so my, I'm sure everybody's wondering what is Tech Yeah. So let's start there. Um, I know that you guys have some background on it. So um, yeah. so let's start with Absolutely. you guys. Very valid. Very valid. First question. Right? <laughs> yes. What is, what is, what is it? Tech Yeah? Let's jump right in. <laughs> so to, in, in, a, in a nutshell, it's to stimulate economic diversity within West Virginia by highlighting a lot of the technical expertise small businesses uh, within the area. Yep. Absolutely. Well, you know, the thing that about Tech Yeah that is really amazing to me and uh, just North Central West Virginia period is the massive footprint that we have up here for the federal government. You know, um, mm -hmm. even growing up in the region, you, you kind of knew stuff was around. And, you know, of course, as, as new agencies came to West Virginia, it was big news and things like that. But, you know, as a kid, I don't think I really understood the impact uh, of having Department of Energy and NOAA yeah. and FBI and NASA. I mean, we've got tons of really important facilities right here in West Virginia. A lot of those are actually tucked away out of view. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can drive by and not know that they're there. Right? That's right. But working in the industry over years, you yeah. get to know people, you get to know those agencies that are there and actually know the impact that they actually have on families in the area and outside mm -hmm. now, especially with uh, remote and telework. It, it's also funny because everybody thinks it's a mystery too, because up in behind the IBM V facility, for example, there's this golf ball looking thing. And they're like, what is that? A spaceship? What's it feeding into it? And then uh, Noah moves into the uh, 79 technology park. And then there's these giant satellites up there. They're like, what are they doing up there? Right. And that's mm -hmm. part of why we're doing this is to make sure that people are aware all the good work that is happening here and hopefully drive in more uh, government agencies to take a look at our area, uh, especially uh, the cost in the D.C. area of what it costs to, to kind of run these organizations there and what they're paying out. Our tax dollars, mm -hmm. uh, you know, could probably be better spent here, not to mention from a security standpoint, if uh, we were targeted in the D.C. area, if, uh, you know, heaven forbid there's missile attacks or something, you know, we don't want it to wipe out everything that we're doing, especially, you know, we have the FBI here. Did someone say Greenbrier? West Virginia? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. Look it up. If you don't know what Greenbrier is, it is, it is super right. great. It's super great. <laughs> but you know, I actually saw an article posted this morning on LinkedIn. Uh, I think it was by Andy Malinowski and his team. Oh, yeah. Uh, about how. Uh, where we are in West Virginia, uh, actually, it's just to the east of us where we are, uh, is within 500 miles of 50% of the U.S.'s population and 30% yeah. of Canada's population right here in yeah. West Virginia. Oh, I yeah. did so when, see that. When you actually, talk about yeah. 500 miles, you know, in yeah, 2022, right. it's actually not, that's not not a huge distance to traverse, especially right. with the airports in Pittsburgh. We've got one in Clarksburg as well. Heck, we've yeah. even got a little one in Morgantown yeah. as well that can be done. So um, the accessibility to West Virginia is, is pretty easy. I mean, we do day trips over to DC all the time, yeah, right yeah, across I-68 yeah. to PCK. And so yeah. it's really fun to invite people from that side generally and from Pittsburgh and, you know, surrounding regions our way and come yeah. in and get to see the beauty of West Virginia and also the incredible capabilities that we have here in our state. 
Now, yeah. if we can just get them to fund the rest of Quarter H, uh, you know, that would probably be great. Maybe we could put uh, something down in Flatwoods or something, you know? Yeah. You, you, grew, you grew up in the area. Yeah, so I did. Yeah. You've seen it started but not finished, right? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Because it goes right through Elkins. So, you know. <laughs> right. And it's funny because whenever I go back home now, Everybody has to get off at Elkins. You can't keep uh, going down Quarter H. They did have it opened where you go to Parsons, but I guess they're working on stuff still. So, J- Just for clarification, uh, are we all born in West Virginia? All four of us? I was not born in West Virginia. But, uh, you, I, but uh, you live have lived here yes. your whole life. Yeah, yeah. You should say Native West yes. Virginia. All, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outlander, get him out of here. Outlander. I'm a military brat. <laughs> <laughs> fair. 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 Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's that's great. Great. Yes. So, yeah. so okay. to, you know, to, to circle back to Tech Yeah, there, there are a lot of reasons why, but there, there are several pillars um, to, the, to the actual conference. Yes. Um, one being to attract more federal business within the area, mm-hmm. but also keep federal business in the area as well. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, with technology advancing as much as it has, we've given reason for a lot of telework scenarios, remote work, mm-hmm. et cetera. One thing that we want to do is definitely want to highlight technology, but we also work extremely hard getting those agencies here. Right. And we want to keep them here. Right. But yeah. we want to start highlighting some of those. But yeah. we also want to uh, part of the the actual conference is to highlight some of the the emerging technologies as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And in order to keep West Virginia in that conversation, you know, Trilogy, I know, has a rich, you know, um, relationship with a lot of different industry leaders, right? Mm-hmm. We've hitched our wagon to companies that uh, that simply are introducing new capabilities in the industry all the time. So we keep our ear to the ground and make sure that not only we are, you know, kept apprised of all new technologies, yeah. but we also want to make sure that everyone within West Virginia in terms of workforce development also has access to that as well. Right. So this conference gives them that capability, mm-hmm. right? To come in, listen to the leaders talking about what's coming next. Right. right. No, that's, yeah. And so Tech Yeah really highlights the West Virginia-based companies that are forging a new future through the technology movement. So, uh, Brandon, can you tell us, you know, a little bit or, or some of the, you know, companies that are that are doing that besides Trilogy, obviously? Right. I, there's, there's a lot of, I mean, I, you know, one thing we want to do is highlight a lot of the small businesses, right? Yep. It's not just Trilogy carrying a torch. There's everyone carrying yes. that torch, right? Yes. So it's every single one within the I-79 corridor, mm-hmm. Morgantown. It's, you know, even south of us, you know, within the Charleston area. Yeah. So it's everyone that's doing work across biometrics, cloud, mm-hmm. cybersecurity. It's everything. We want to highlight every single one. So it's not just one, right? Yeah. It's every single one of the technology companies that we want to highlight yeah well and and to piggyback off of that you know we're working with a a lot of these major vendors and even moving to the cloud you know the aws the microsoft uh the googles right and we're trying to bring them here to help them integrate into these agencies so that way then they're moving their footprint here as well. You know, if you're servicing 10 different government agencies with some of these massive contracts, Hey, you might want to put a footprint, say for Google and Fairmont. Right. Yeah. So, you know, this is the ripple effect that we're talking about, you know, having these agencies here. Yeah. Businesses like ours pop up in around that, but then what those people have to eat. So then restaurants start popping up. Right. Right. A lot of these people work out and then all these gyms and a lot of people don't see the ripple effect that this, 
Texas has. Mm-hmm. You know, I know West Virginia is uh, big on ter- uh, tourism, and that's just it. You move to the area, you get to work in a great place. It's cheap living costs. But then the scenery and everything that's around here and the places Beautiful. you can go, the outdoor things, is just phenomenal. It is, it is. Well, it's been a huge attractor, you know, too. I mean, not just Trilogy. I mean, although we have been pulling in people who uh, many of us were native West Virginians, moved away because opportunities were elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Even though for six years I served uh, as a contractor at NETL right here in Morgantown, I didn't live in West Virginia. Those tax dollars were not coming here to West Virginia. And that is a problem. And so, you know, I I mean, I've moved back here to West Virginia. We've had uh, our VP. Thank you very much. Just a few weeks ago. Yeah, Yeah, coming back in. Um, Yeah, you're fifth one now actually yeah, yeah. so we yeah. pulled five people back with a company of what we're 40 something strong yeah now yeah at this point. Like, yep. like an eighth of our uh workforce has, has actually moved, been, moved into back. the state and you yes. know we're just one of many i mean there are a lot of really terrific companies right here in west virginia mm-hmm. they're doing incredible work yeah. and that's one of the things we want to highlight you know Absolutely. with tech yeah as well right, right. there's right. a converse conversation, conversation too going on about you know, you know, we're breeding, breeding competition. competition absolutely, absolutely. Are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but here's here's something that we also need to keep in mind there's no competition if there are no opportunities here. Right. right. Period. That's, None that's of us a great here. point. None right. of us here. That's a great so point. So the, the point is we have to we have to come together. Yeah. Right? That's one thing about West Virginia. Every single one of us know here. It's one thing about West Virginia. We're always willing to put those boots on, hold them up, and let's get to work. Right. But we also have to come together. Right. We have to understand that unless we have diversity here yeah. in terms of not just the government agencies, but bringing in more government agencies, then we give opportunities for our our kids that are graduating high school, college, yep. you know, et cetera, to have opportunities to stay within the state. Absolutely. Now, we always celebrate the amount of businesses, the amount of people that are coming into West Virginia, but no one's asking the question of how many people are leaving. Exactly. Right. We're one of the worst states yeah. Yeah. for brain drain that are leaving right? yeah. because there are no opportunities here. Mm-hmm. So again, this is trying to, now granted, there are many variables to the problem. Yeah. Right? We're not right. going to solve all of them. But you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Right. Right. We can't just always sit around and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Action is made. Action is needed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We have to get started somewhere. And that was the reason we brought Jim Step in on our Absolutely. first episode. Yeah. I mean, he right. talked about the higher educational, you know, attainment and actually keeping, you know, the, the I mean, we have such great education here in West Virginia at the higher level. It's right. how do we actually keep those people here? And I think yeah. we're, you know, me and yeah. Scott in particular and the, some of these other folks are, are great examples of leaving the state, but then uh, yeah. coming back because coming back. of companies yeah. like Trilogy. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, well, and, and, and that money that is coming in for this conference, we actually started a nonprofit organization. Right. Yeah, so, tell, us, tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. so w- what we're planning to do with that money is do more of these STEM projects. Make make sure that kids are aware, especially in the next 10 years, there's the Advanced Aerial Mobilization Project that's going on right now, right? So drones are going to be more active in our day-to-day lives, whether it's delivering our packages or us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, working with all the different airports here in the state, they're putting all that stuff into place now. So instead of a kid saying, I want to be a police officer or fire, fighter, which are great professions. Don't get me wrong. We're not one to replace those, but we want them to say, Hey, I want to be a drone pilot or, you know, I want to 
do data research or something like that, but they don't know that if we're not out there showing them a path to the future. And we have to start with K through 12, not just whenever they get to college or in their final years of schooling, but we got to start them young. So they see this, they're like, oh, uh, put a little Lego guy together, write a program, make a walk across the table. Yeah. That's what get kids excited. I think that something similar happened to you uh, to get you down the programming path, right? Oh, whenever you had yeah. uh, the goofy winking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now we got yeah, yeah. story. I have not heard this one yet. <laughs> right, so. <laughs> so in the 90s, obviously, there wasn't a lot of uh, computer labs, right? So, yeah, you know, or, or, Google. or Google, <laughs> or Google. <laughs> yes. you know, for us to do any type of research, it was like, okay, where are the disk at? So I can at least search the content on them. Um, so Mr. White was one of my one of my teachers growing up. And he was very, very progressive, right? He had the, you know, the grants in to get computers and things of that nature. Mm. And I remember it was a, an Apple IIe that we were working on. And it was, a, we learned basic. We learned basic, mm -hmm. like the language basic. Yeah, basic, yeah. And part of our project was, hey, then you need, you need to do something with it. So me, it, it just, my personality is <laughs> hey, like, hey, what can I do extreme, right? right. Not, just, not just meet, but exceed. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got the resolution of the screen, drew out Pluto, actually. Oh, it was Pluto. Pluto. Yeah. And then yeah. what I did was I made the eyes blink within uh, within the loop timeouts. And okay. Nature. So that was my first introduction. But it wasn't until really high school, one of my best friends, still one of my best friends today, um, he was the programmer. Like mm -hmm. he's, he's probably one of the most skilled programmers I've ever known in mm. my life. Right? Yeah. Where's his resume? I was going to say, why is he not working for Trillion? <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> just like, no. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> uh, so, so, Mark, if you're out there, yeah. Yeah. You've seen this? Yeah. Appreciate it. We'll take your resume. Uh, but uh, no, he, he's the one that showed me, right? And he's the one that got me interested. And I've told him this many, many times, right? right. But uh, it wasn't mm -hmm. because of that. He also had the means by which to do it. His, his parents were professors um, uh, in physics and in English. Mm -hmm. um, so he had, he had a computer show me around, you know, that, uh, sparked my interest. That's great. And I, mm -hmm. you know, literally started off pre-med and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to this computer science, computer engineering field, right? That's so awesome. Yeah. Over, you know, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what we're planning on doing with this. So the Charles Robert Pinkerton foundation is going to be uh, giving back from an educational standpoint, whether it's doing STEM, uh, helping kids with computer labs. Uh, I know, uh, they're trying to do a lot of things, rolling out broadband here in the state, uh, which is a great initiative, but what are we going to do with that? Right. We got to put these different type of technologies in these kids' hands to let them leverage the investment that the right. state is making in the internet. Right? right. So that's where sponsorship dollars are going. Really, yeah. uh, all of the you know funding from or sponsorship dollars uh, mm -hmm. um, and, right. and even tickets from right. general attendees is uh, also going trying to promote next year's as well. Yeah, right? yes, so exactly. Next year, I mean, this is the inaugural. Right. But, um, it's not stopping anytime soon. Let's put yeah. it that way. So you, if you see me on vacation, it was not paid by any of those dollars. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the whole point here is to, to create more of these opportunities. I mean, mentorship yeah, absolutely. is absolutely essential. I think we've probably Fair all point. got those stories. I'm, I'm blessed to have a great mentor as well who has – he lives – 
just across West Virginia line, can throw a stone in the Mon, um, yeah. and runs all the high-performance computing stuff at the National Energy Technology Laboratory. Has for 20-some years. He right. was my mentor as a teenager. We did stuff that no, I mean, you could have never done this stuff in school. I mean, the stuff right. that Mike had us doing, <laughs> Mike Brinke from ALS Technologies, was just insane. I mean, the, the whiteboard sessions that we had back in the day mm. were just crazy and, and probably um, borderline dangerous at times. We're like, I don't know if we should build a rail gun today, Mike. <laughs> right, right. I'm 16. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. these are the kinds of things we were learning about right. all of these different pieces. And without the, that mentorship that we can provide, mm -hmm. uh, you know, both through Trilogy and through the Pinkerton Foundation, you know, yeah. we can spark new ideas while we're simultaneously working with our competitors, our competitors and teammates, because right, that's yeah. the way the government world works. We have we have to play together. Um, we're all working to grow. I mean, I see uh, yes. every day on LinkedIn, Ian Vassal's hiring, you know, Lakota, all of the uh, next gen trilogy, yeah. all of these people are putting out, uh, you know, we're hiring, we're hiring, yeah. and they need people here in the state to do that. And the state is getting to be a better and better place to live, work and play. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's it. So um, let's let's shift gears and talk about you know who should attend like who's the who's the main audience you know aside from uh, all the great technology companies that are coming in uh, right. for our our listeners who are, who might even be you know attending yeah which they should um, so let, let's talk about that I'd like to start that one and I'll pass it over <laughs> let's talk about who is attending right yeah now. yeah let's who talk is about who is attending, attending. the, the yeah. early morning you know at the first half of the day I'm gonna hit my microphone here I'm just gonna box that thing off um, <laughs> is uh, is a collection of speakers from uh, these agencies, right, yeah. that we have here in West Virginia. So we've got the director of NETL, uh, Dr. Brian Anderson, is coming in. Terrific. I mean, they're a great story uh, under the Department of Energy. Uh, the mission is super cool. Uh, the simulation-based engineering that they do on their Joule supercomputer is just out of this world. Um, and if you're interested, go check out mfix.org. Uh, it's their, um, their uh, free modeling and simulation software that they have. Uh, so Dr. Anderson will be in. We've got Ken, how do you say his last name? Uh, Rem. Rem. Ken Rem, and he He's the assistant director of, of NASA IVNV, another incredibly important facility uh, to the yes. entire organization of NASA. Um, you know, independent validation and verification or verification yeah, and validation yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, is part and parcel to everything that NASA does. You, that All that code has to be assessed and uh, and tested to the nth degree. They've also got some really cool uh, projects out there yeah. with their, uh, is it NOS Cubed, I think, is one of their simulation-based tools. Again, open source. Some of the great work that is provided by the government, it's out there for us to use. You know, you can right. download this stuff and use it on your own. Um, we've got Frank Indiviglio, who's a CTO of NOAA, uh, nice. formerly the head of high-performance computing. We've got a little bit of a theme here with the high-performance computing, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for NOAA, and they've got a footprint down in Fairmont that they yeah. recently expanded. Yeah, so they expanded their data center. Absolutely, yes. and Frank was was hugely influential in that, and then yes. has continued to move up and and sort of manage from you know a higher level over there. So he's coming to talk about Noah's mission and why they chose West Virginia to expand that footprint. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I'm missing one. Yeah, uh, it's the deputy assistant director for the FBI, That's right, Brian, Brian Griffith. Griffith. Yeah, uh, we actually worked with Brian uh, back in the day before we started Trilogy. Uh, ISR uh, was that building, and uh, ISR actually got bought out by the High Technology Foundation. Yes. Right. And so he was actually working there before he went down the FBI. I think he went a year before we did, maybe in like 2008. But yeah, he's moved right up the ranks. And he's been the part FBI, of it all along. Been part of it all the way. So if there was anybody that can speak about that, it would be, definitely be him. So we're really happy to have him. Yeah, that's excellent. 
And then we have some other speakers too. Yeah, right? Jim Eastep. Yep. I can't Jim forget uh, Jim. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Jim, uh, Jim also works with uh, a very important uh, initiative called Opportunity Move. Right. So as part of what we're doing, yes, we're shining the spotlight on uh, local small businesses. We're trying to recruit government agencies, and that's kind of what he's doing to build up that I seventy nine technology park. Uh, so Jim's actually going to be talking about Opportunity Move, and then hopefully Frank will follow up after him to say why they did move NOAA here and why they're expanding out the data And they worked center. together on that initiative. They, they did, They absolutely. were hand-in-hand hand to make that all happen. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, we'll have Mantech uh, talking about the dark web because, again, this is a technology-based conference. So we want to showcase, you know, cybersecurity is absolutely huge. If you have a cell phone right now and you're not getting a text saying, hey, your city loan went through, click the link and enter your information, right? right. So, I mean, there's constant tax. So, you know, doing this, raising awareness about these attacks is another thing mm -hmm. uh, that we're trying to do. But uh, we have biometrics. We have some of the leading edge in biometrics, uh, identity management. Uh, Okta will be there. And, right? and Rank One yeah, just one, opened a new office rank here one, in Morgantown. Yes. Incredible company with, with great technology. Ventures. Yep. yep. Vantage is playing a huge role in this, yep. uh, in yep. the development of West Virginia as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also piggybacking off this in West Virginia, because again, that's what we're trying to do is show all the different opportunities you have here in the state. Yep. And uh, what you had hit on earlier, and I know me and Brandon talked with uh, uh, Cinder Capito and Manchin's office yesterday, was with the remote, if they're in other states, we're having to pay those taxes out to those states, right? But if we can get them to move here and still do that job in California, mm -hmm. they don't have to have a $350,000 salary living in an 800 square foot place. <laughs> right. You're going to have an 8,000 right. square foot place here working out of your home, doing the exact same thing no at, at pennies on the dollar of what yeah. the cost would be Well, you, you just nailed it. I'm, out, I'm living it right now. I've been yes. back in West Virginia for a couple of weeks. Feels great, by the way. Yeah. Uh, August in West Virginia is beyond lovely. Yeah. I, I can't even describe it. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I, w at the risk of getting a little too personal, I was driving over to get a cup of coffee and <laughs> the mist on the mountains brought a darn tear to my eye. Yeah. I was like, it felt so good to be home, to have the windows roll down and smell that. Yeah. It was incredible. But you had mentioned Ascend West Virginia. That is an incredible program. It's uh, basically used to incentivize people to come either back to West Virginia or consider West Virginia, uh -huh. even if you work remotely. For example, that job's mm -hmm. in California, Fine. Right. Live in West Virginia, yep. pay right. taxes here, and they'll pay to, to help get you yeah, back here. We've had a couple here. people take yeah. advantage of that. Shane, um, Shane Powers. I, yeah. I couldn't wait. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to wait. Uh, I'm just coming back. So, you can still yeah. apply. Yeah, I'm leaving a little blood on the table there, but it was like, I I, I just need to get back here. Right. Yeah. So, no, yeah. That's absolutely great. And it, it, a lot of the companies that you guys mentioned, I mean, they're definitely ultra important in terms mm -hmm. of, again, the economic Diversity, economic development, yeah, uh, but those just small fraction, fraction right, oh my of gosh, yes. the larger pie, mm -hmm. if you will, that that's needed to get this thing moving. Right? Right. We got we got we got to have that momentum going forward. But um, and th thanks to uh, a lot of the uh, companies and organizing companies that that, that helped us in this mm -hmm. effort, uh, Forge Business Solutions, um, ATS, Vertex, Stratagen, AST. ASD. Yeah. Oh, AST. Alle Allegheny yeah. Science Technology. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. No, huge, huge partner. Um, Vertex Partners no, yeah. is here, like you said. Um, yeah. Mantech has been pivotal yeah. in this entire process right. as well. Uh, Tammy Lilio yep. with NCMA. Mm -hmm. yep. Mm -hmm. yep. IBM is yes. another one, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Strategy. So, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, let's talk about who should attend this event. Uh, who are some of the you know people that listening right now yeah. that um, that you know could attend? Like, is it just for technologists or? You know? Well, you know, I can say that a lot of the the interest that so you know we've been sort of promoting the event among we've moved from sponsorships over to individuals, mm-hmm. and some of our sponsors are incredible. IBM, Google, um, we've got some big names coming in. From right. Red Hat is, is in there. Yep, right. um, we've got a lot of folks coming in. That all of our sponsors or all of our committee members who have helped to support the event are also sponsors. So not yeah. only are they giving their time yeah, their and their time. talent and their experience, Absolutely. they're also giving their dollars to support. Right. this thing because they see how important it is as well yeah. now from the individual side some of the folks that have been keenly interested are um, folks that I don't think we're really aware of how big of a footprint um, mm-hmm. the federal government has here in uh, North Central West Virginia specifically right. so you know I've been talking to folks they're they're uh, you know account execs people who are bringing really interesting new technologies mm-hmm. out into the federal space mm-hmm. uh, which can be a challenge because you know the federal government they, they only have so much time to talk to all of us. There's a lot right. of us out there serving the federal right. government. So yeah. it's really hard sometimes to um, for them to give attention to a lot of new technologies. they got a mission right. to achieve, right? We're working. <laughs> so one of the things that we do as a system integrator and all of our partners are doing is we try to say, hey, you know, we've got this new technology. You know, we've got something that we think you need to see uh, that could be of value, that could accelerate the mission, could uh, improve response times, for example. I mean, we've got programs that require response times that are you know, yeah. to under 20 millisecond or something right, like that. Yeah. They've got to be fast. And if we can improve those times, that's great. So we bring a lot of vendors in that have these new technologies and technology is moving quickly. So we're talking about, you know, maybe they've only existed for two or three years. Yeah. Well, it's hard to hear about these things. So those folks, those uh, account execs, those uh, consultants, those subject matter experts, BD mm-hmm. professionals, BD professionals, they <laughs> want to come in yeah. and hear about what these agencies are trying to do. They want to know if you're using AIML, big broad term, right? Right. What are you doing inside of that space? Mm-hmm. If you're using a Kubernetes management plane, what are your goals inside of that? Because there's lots of ways to skin that cat for sure. If you're right. doing cloud and you need to manage cloud, what does that look like? So we've seen a lot of BD professionals get very interested, mostly because they want to come and learn more about right. what we're doing here to take that information out. Yeah. And I think that is absolutely essential because if they don't know what's going on here, then we're not going to get the attention. Right. We're not going to get the focus. We're not going to get those new technologies brought to us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of my, the things that makes me happiest is to see yeah. people, BD professionals like me, get excited about coming to West Virginia yeah. and learning about what we're doing here and how they can work here. And I think that helps to kind of build the strength that we already have yeah. here and kind of continue to bolster that. And we're actually trying to foster that. So we talked about the speakers. So that was kind of like what's going on in the morning. Uh, of course, we have lunch. Uh, the coffee is actually go- going to be sponsored in the afternoon by Strategen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but that's to keep you going. Uh, and then we have have the exhibitors that's going to be in the main hall there so you can go see these technologies and watch demos and stuff like that but we allotted time for actual networking right because right. at the end of the day some of these smaller companies and stuff they might not have the relationships with these bds uh, of the man the accentures the lidos ibms so this gives them a chance to actually go and talk to those folks to say well this is kind of our core capabilities this is my area of focus how mm-hmm. can we work together to 
to do other things. So it's fostering, again, opportunities, growth, and at the end of the day, more revenue coming back to our state. Right. And while we're not doing a formal matchmaking event by any stretch of the imagination, right. these are the prime contract holders at yeah. a lot of these organizations. Yeah, this yep. um, these, are, these are the folks that we need to know uh, and who are looking for support team members and things of that nature, um, whether it's here in West Virginia or beyond. Or elsewhere, right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's networking with with federal agencies, a lot of the big, uh, you know, decision makers, um, as well as you know, IT engaging prof- with these and IT professionals and IT mm-hmm. exactly. Right. We've yeah. got uh, a lot of actual folks that are hands on keyboard doing this stuff. They're coming out to to yeah. see what is coming next as well. Yep. Yeah, and it, it, we actually even have uh, some student uh, organizations too that's wanting to kind of come and see like. I, hey, I'm graduating in a year or two. These are the companies you need to be getting internships with, right? Yep. So if you're not preparing yourself for when you graduate, because I know a lot of kids, like, I got my degree, but I didn't have anything. If you're not out there talking to these companies and saying, what internships do you guys have? Like, what areas of expertise do you uh, do? This mm-hmm. is the great event for that. So uh, I know we're going to have some of those folks yeah, attending as well. Focus on those main areas that they yeah. know that their clients are wanting. Right, exactly. Right, so I mean, a lot of the, I mean, we all been here. There's core curriculum, right? Yeah. And there's the work that you do outside of outside of the the classroom. Right, exactly. That's where the real work, and that's where you actually do that self study. That's where you actually increase Mm -hmm. your skill set. Right. Yeah. Um, It's those off hours, but this will allow them to prioritize right they learn based upon what's out there and what those companies are looking for feels like a right time to give a good plug for our trilogy interns who are, well, who are kicking butt yes, they are. <laughs> but i was actually just going to say that and that's what we do is try to prepare our interns because we see what's coming out there we know what's coming next and even if it's not uh, covered in the curriculum we show them the areas of focus that they need to be doing and having an event like this to say, wow, I never even thought about artificial intelligence, machine learning. How are these models trained and that kind of stuff, getting them excited about that. So uh, that way during the internship, we'll put them in real world situations. So that way, whenever they graduate, they can hit the ground running and say, yeah, I do have experience with X, Y, and Z technology. There's only so much you can learn in a four year, you know, curriculum. And a lot of that stuff gets lost. And that's the things that you pick up within the the actual first year of your professional career. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is, is that we want to build as much confidence and, and skill within our interns so right. that when they do go out into the job market, they they have an advantage because they already have the certifications. Mm-hmm. Right? They've worked in a team. They've learned to communicate. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll say this again. Technology changes all the time. All the, all time, the time. Right? We rebrand things, right, and call yeah. it new. Right, because like I said, <laughs> yeah. you in this industry long enough, what's old is new again, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. truth. Right. But the, the thing of it is, is that you you can learn to study, you can learn to work in a group, you can learn to start peeling back the technology mm-hmm. and get rid of the complexity. Yeah. Right? So we build experience, we right. build context, so that they can go out there and be effective within the work. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to jump off of that, I think one of the things that we do with our our interns, and I'll circle this back around the tech in a way too, is to help people see what's possible. 
You know, a lot of times, um, you know, you get these ideas of like, you hear things like AIML and it sounds too big and too complicated and too new. And the fact of the matter is there are entry points into every technology. I don't care if it's high performance computing, AIML, simulation based engineering, it it doesn't matter what it is. There are entry points where it can be accessible to everyone. You just need the right experts uh, and the expertise to say, well, let's start over here and then we'll layer you in. I know that's happening with our interns. Now you flip that over to tech. Yeah. I know that they're, I mean, growing up, you know, in West Virginia and, you know, some in Pennsylvania as well. Um, you know, I, I also spent some time in Fayette County and, and there's a lot of negative stereotype. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of negative stereotype. Oh, yeah. And there were times as a, as a younger person where I was very defensive and felt very like, oh, you know, why are people, you know, I, all my friends are super smart. Yeah. They're doing right. all these great yeah. things. You right. know, they're, they're, they're teaching me how to do these things. You right. know, I'm, I'm watching all this stuff happen. Where is this idea coming from? And it's, it's just not a correct assumption. Mm-hmm. And so I think a big part of what, what we try to do every day is reconcile ideas uh, that are actual facts against yeah. stereotype. Mm-hmm. And right. tech yet is an opportunity to do that, to come out and really take a look. I mean, we have, you know, all of these major federal agencies out here mm-hmm. doing incredibly complex work, um, yes. some of which we can't even talk about. Right, that's um, correct. You know, that's right. top secret. Um, yeah. And man, the, the stuff that's going on there is just phenomenal. I mean, it's so yeah. complicated. It's so high tech. It's so advanced. And um, for some people, they don't reconcile that with West Virginia. And that's one of the perceptions we're trying to change as well, Absolutely. is this capability. It's right. one is the work ethic mm-hmm. that, yeah. you know, we all learned from, that we all have yeah yeah we yeah. all learned it you know yeah. or another i mean Ingrained, i was talking about yeah. with my grandmother the other day about growing up with my grandpa suge was his name <laughs> we, we, we love nicknames <laughs> in west virginia for sure and uh but you know grandpa suge was always you know fixing something and that was yeah. a big part of it and it gave that confidence and so what we're looking to do is whether it's with our interns whether it's with businesses that are looking to west virginia to do business you can have confidence that we're going to get it done out here. And yes. tech, yeah, is uh, is a great highlight uh, and a place to kind of come and feel that. We're going to change those stereotypes. Oh, no, absolutely. We're going to give people reason to reconsider those stereotypes. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Those hardworking people, yeah. technology-based yeah. people in West Virginia. We're right. Gonna, yep. We're going to make that happen. And that's the sure. theme of this of this podcast. The 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 Tech Yeah conference is, is, again, raising our voice and really, you know, showcasing and highlighting the innovation that's happening and really right. changing that mindset mindset from, you know, a coal state to, you know, a technology state. Right. And have, I think Randy seen, says it the right. best, what, the Silicon Valley of the right. East. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, we're the Silicon Mountains. The Silicon <laughs> Mountains. It's kind of interesting. We started that initiative internally. Internally. Raising our voice. Yeah, yeah. raise our voice. And now we have literally made trips, talked to our politicians that represent the state. We talked to... Federal yesterday. Yeah. Federal federal agencies. And we're raising the voice for the entire state now. Yeah. That's the new slogan for us. Yeah. We're trying to raise it for the entire state. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And kudos to all the other companies and leaders that are doing that because I think that's true leadership is doing it behind the scenes and watching that ripple effect. And to Brandon's point, that's how this all really did get started. We were just talking like, you know, how do we get on people's roadmaps? How do we raise our voice? And we, we talked about putting this together. And Tech Yeah is actually a playoff of hashtag Yes West Virginia because a lot of people didn't know no was in West Virginia and they would say Yes West Virginia. So that was part of the economic development from the state that w- where they were trying to do that. So we just uh, coined the term Tech Yeah to play off of that because we're technology based and yes, FBI is here. Yes, Department of Energy is here, right? So that's what we're trying to do. But then uh, as we got moving, this thing just kind of blew up. 
And we're like, well, you know, they're doing this down in, out in Martinsburg. They're doing this in Parkersburg. They're doing this in Charleston. Like, how do we bring all that together and shine that big spotlight on our state and get that message out there to everybody to let them know, hey, this is a great place to be. And we're more than just a stereotype. Yeah, we're more than just a stereotype. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. So, um, I, th- I mean, this has been a great discussion. I absolutely think that this is uh, something that everybody should attend. Um, whether it's you're you're thinking about going into technology, or you know, if you're if you're you know currently learning, um, whether it's you know high school or even you know at the university level, um, we encourage everybody to 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 come to this event and uh, and and you know experience the knowledge sharing that's happening. So, um, so does anybody else have any, uh, have any final, final just, thoughts? Just a couple things. Yeah. Uh, check out the website at, uh, techyakconference.com. That'll be in the notes as well. Yep. Uh, the price is right. We really wanted to price this affordably so that people would come in. Uh, if you are a student, uh, whether that's high school student or a, um, a college student or even a recent college grad, um, let the folks at the table know that. Um, and then, you know, get hooked up with one of us so that yeah. we can definitely kind of take you through and get you introduced to people and kind of see how things are going. Uh, because I know it can be intimidating coming to a conference right. if, if you've never been to this sort of thing before. Uh, we're happy to help. Um, I, you know, I'm Scott Dix, Chad Jeffries, Brandon Downey, Randy Cottle. We'll be there. Yeah. So um, just grab us and uh, we'll be happy to talk to you and help. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a great point. I'm glad Second you mentioned that. that, actually. Yeah. Um, so like Scott said, um, all of the links um, will be in the show notes. Um, so uh, you can find the event registration. Just learn more about uh, Tech yeah, So you can see uh, Um So go check it out. Um, be sure to hit the like, share, uh, uh, share this episode with uh, people that you think might find this uh, information relevant. Um, so we certainly do. And I know a lot of people around the state uh, that, that are doing these things for yeah. the same way. And don't forget to subscribe to our uh, yes. podcast yes. as well. <laughs> yes. right. And share with uh, your fellow West Virginians because we'll get them fired up too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially right. if they're out of state. Uh, right. You know, if come they home. moved away, come if they're right. in North Carolina, South, come back. That's right, right. right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so again, this is on uh, August 23rd. Um, we're also having uh, a, a small networking uh, event before uh, the day before on the 22nd. Um, that's uh, Scott, can you talk to a little bit about that, actually? Absolutely. We so that's at the, the Waterfront Marriott in Morgantown. So the event itself is at the Robert uh, H. Mollahan Center down in Fairmont. Mm-hmm. It's about a 30-minute drive between. Uh, the evening before, we're actually going to hold a, a mixer from 6 to 8 yep. at the Waterfront Marriott downtown uh, in Morgantown. And uh, we'll have a room back there, I'm guessing, right? A separate yes. room back yeah. in the back to network and do those kinds of things. Um, so, you know, if nothing else, check us out for that. It's a great mixer, uh, a great event. And you do not need a ticket for... Uh, a ticket to the event for that? Not necessarily. Yeah. No, so this is for our, our friends and colleagues, you know, to come in and kind of mix it up a little right. bit. That's, yeah. uh, That's actually sponsored by Trilogy. So right. that is a Trilogy-based mixer. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and um, we'll see you next time. Absolutely. Great. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Reboot Something podcast by Trilogy Innovations. We created this podcast as an outlet to share knowledge through the lens of IT professionals in government contracting. Now, our goal is to reboot something, something being the topic of discussion for each episode. Topics range from cutting-edge technologies and how we use them to current events and the economic impact that stems from federal operations. 
Join me and Team Trilogy subject matter experts for in-depth discussions with guests to include partners, community leaders, technologists, entrepreneurs, and other organizations like Trilogy who are involved in improving the economic landscape through the technology movement. We believe that these conversations will help educate and inspire other professionals, political decision makers, industry leaders, and even the next generation of technologists. Our goal is to ultimately reboot the way we think about each topic that's going to be discussed. Be sure to subscribe on whatever podcast medium you're listening to and check out our YouTube channel for the accompanied video for each episode.